Perhaps the most memorable encounter I've had with anyone. Going after discounts and driving, you know, disrupting the discount and really bringing personalized purpose to a brand and allowing customers to choose what they want to give to and driving sales with that as opposed to a surprise and delight, there's not much out there. Welcome to the Own Your Commerce podcast, where leading experts, brands, and innovators reveal strategies for e-commerce growth. I'm your host, Jay Myers, and this show is brought to you by Bold Commerce. Hey, everyone. Welcome to season two of Own Your Commerce. We had some amazing guests on season one with timeless advice in so many areas. So I just want to say, because this is season two, I definitely recommend going back and listening through season one if you haven't yet. There's absolute gold in there. Such great advice and such wonderful guests. You know, we started season one as an experiment. And honestly, I just love talking about e-commerce and specifically really digging under the surface of what's moving it forward and what will be the reasons brands win in the next few years and why do some lose? We didn't know where this podcast would take us, but we've had such raving reviews. People thank us for it. And honestly, we've had a lot of fun doing it. So we are fully committed to it now. And that's why we're launching season two. We're going to have even more wonderful guests. uh, And we're going to have some new formats for episodes that I think you're also going to like. And I would just like to say as well, too, I don't do this that often. But if you are enjoying our podcast, we'd really love a five star review in iTunes or wherever you listen. We read every single one. And of course, it really does help with exposure as well, too. So that's my only favor I'll ask. Okay, speaking of wonderful guests for season two, today is no exception. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Andrew Foreman a little while ago. He's the founder and CEO of a company called Gives. And what they're doing is truly revolutionary. It's increasing sales for brands, but best of all, it's enabling brands to do good in the world. And really, what more could you ask for? Instead of using coupons to drive sales, Andrew has discovered a way and built software to help brands give customers the choice after their order which charity to donate a portion of their order to. It makes the customers feel good, it helps great causes, and it actually increases conversion. I truly hope any brands listening will take advantage of this and use his software because it really is a win, win, win. Okay. Let's dive into it. I think you're going to really enjoy this one. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on our show. I'm excited to have you here. Can you give us a quick background, who you are and what is Gives? Sure thing. Excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Jay. Quick background on my side. So I'm Andrew Foreman. I'm the CEO and co-founder of a company called Gives. We help brands convert discounts into donations. We see two huge trends happening in the e-commerce market in particular right now. First, brands want to get away from discounts. We'll get more into that. Second, consumers are demanding some sort of purpose-driven activity from brands now more than ever. And we sit at the intersection of those two trends, allowing brands to run something like spend $100, get $20 to give to a charity of your choice. And that performs even better than spend $100, get $20 off, which is crazy, but we've seen it all. Yeah, I find this fascinating. Okay, so just so everyone listening has a real clear idea of exactly how this works, can you walk through the scenario of how a brand messages and what this actually looks like on a website? Yeah, absolutely. We help our brands craft a strategy. We actually call them plays. And you could do anything you know, of the following, put something on every order. You could put in a spend threshold if you want to increase average order value. 
or you could do something on a coupon specific basis, a coupon code specific basis. So you can combine it with a discount, which we'll get into. Or you can highlight, you know, the launch of an item or have an innovative clearance sale type of thing. But how it actually works is you market it through your normal marketing channels. So email, SMS, on your website, social posts, paid and organic. And you say, just like you would promote any sort of discount or anything else that you're trying to promote, a new item launching, you'd say, hey, if you spend $100, you get $20 to give to any charity that you want. And you say that across every medium. And then people are able to purchase like totally normal. There's no additional clicks ahead of checkout. And after they make a qualifying purchase, so they add an extra item to their cart because they wanted to hit the $100 spend threshold. They add that extra item. They check out for $120. Right on the confirmation page, they now have the ability to allocate their $20 to their favorite charity. And they can choose from any of over 250,000 charities. But they get to see the three highlighted charities that the brand actually mm. cares about most. Oh, okay. So the brand can, even if the brand chooses specific charities, there is there still always the option for all the charities? Or can they like limit it to we're endorsing these three charities? Yeah, we really encourage leaving the search bar there so that you can genuinely and authentically say to people, we care about what you care about. Now, here's what we care about. And you do want to highlight that. But we've found in doing a lot of surveying and research and even from first party data, looking at campaigns that leave the search bar open versus those that take it away, the consumer after very much feels, even though they may choose the charity that the brand highlights, because if you're the bottom line is if you're highlighting a charity that really resonates with your brand and your consumers, they're going to be likely to choose it, especially if it's the easiest option, right? So we see, even with the search bar there, sometimes 80%, 90% of the funds going to the highlighted organizations anyway. But yeah. the people feel a lot better about having the choice, even if they don't use it. Do they know the charities prior to the placing the order? Or only after the order is complete? Or is that up to the, each individual brand yeah. how they message it? It is up to each individual brand how they message it. You know, you have to be careful with the wording there. You don't want to run into any sort of commercial co-venture agreement type of uh, issues and laws. We can get into into that mm. type of thing. But those are basically just trying to help charities and help brands be straightforward and articulate about what it is that the promotion is doing. So you can't, for example, just say, hey, 10% of profits go to the American Cancer Society without having an agreement with the American Cancer Society as to what that agreement actually looks like, right? Because some brands you'll see 10% of profits go to a certain charity, but they're not profitable. So they're not actually donating anything. And now they're using the likeness of the charity. And Mm. it's just all around not good. So that's why the Hmm. commercial co-venture laws are in place. So you want to make sure that you steer clear of those. Utilizing the search bar on gives is a nice way of doing that because you can now say, we care about what you care about, our customer. Here are three charities that we really know and love. When you purchase with us, you'll have the opportunity to give to one of them if you'd like, and you can name them if you'd like, but you don't have to. And really, the consumer gets to choose at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's not a percentage of profits. It's they're giving $20 or whatever the amount is. That is the exact amount that is going to the charity. Exactly. 100% or is there some processing fees in there or something? Or is it pretty much that's it? There are some processing fees in there. We guarantee that 90% minimum after all credit card charges and any sort of processing fees, any fees on the give side, guarantee that 90% of the funds make it to the charity at a minimum. The charity. We can generally get much higher than that. And generals in the industry, that's extremely low fees and a high percent getting to the end charity. 
Right. And for the brand, the charitable receipt, like the tax write-off, it goes to the brand, correct? That's right. We do have a closed loop with the consumer to let them know, hey, spend 100 get $20 to get to charity stand. Example, the consumer needs that closed loop. So this is something that we've found, again, through researching and surveying after the fact. People really like the fact that, hey, I allocated $20 to a charity called Bent on Learning. I get a receipt that says, hey, I was not charged for this. I cannot write this off of my taxes. I wasn't, you know, nothing was charged my mm. credit card, but I did send allocate $20 right. to Bend on Learning and the brand that I purchased from is going to be making that donation. And because they're making that donation, they can get a tax deductible receipt from us. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, I always thought that it's a great win-win for customers probably don't mind rounding up or paying even a little bit more. And it's like checking out the grocery store and donating the extra couple bucks or rounding up. I have no issue with that. I think it's great. It's going to a great cause and they get a little bit of a tax break on it. I don't see an issue. I just was curious. Sometimes I see... I think the $20 amount sometimes is a threshold, but that would be if they're donating above and beyond the purchase. Yeah, that's the big distinction there, right? So for me, on the give side of things, we actually don't, I think Roundup is having its moment and that dollar, extra dollar donation at the end on the grocery store line or whatever it may be, might make some people uncomfortable. I think that that is intended as a surprise and delight, nice thing to have that's going to raise some money for charity, but you're asking your customer to donate their own money after they've purchased from you, whether it's 37 cents or a dollar or two or whatever it may be, I don't know that the value prop is there long term. I've talked to a lot of people about that. And especially in the grocery store, they feel a little bit of pressure, fear pressure. On the roundup side, maybe it's small enough that people opt into it. I love that it gets money to charity. I think it's a cool piece. You know, there are some brands that use that as the tax deduction, which is interesting. But in that case, again, they're using that as a tax deduction. I think where you get a little bit of pushback is the brands are donating that money. They're using it as a tax shield, but they're collecting that money from their consumers and then using it as a tax shield. Whereas here, this is a gift that the brand is giving to their customers. So really, it could be marketing expense or charitable expense, it doesn't matter in 99% of the cases. So, and you're not asking the consumer to donate that extra $20. This is really a gift that you're giving them for shopping with you and taking the incentive that you've given them. Right. And you said that you've seen brands see increase, like higher conversion on promotions in email promotions. And I think you mentioned some brands did some A-B testing or tested different emails. And it was like one said... 20% 20% off and one said, we're going to give 20%. I can't remember the exact details. You've actually seen higher conversion for customers allocating donations versus getting a discount in some scenarios. Yeah, it's crazy. So that was the number one thing that we went in with the hypothesis that we could perform just as well as discounts. And what we've come out the other end finding is that oftentimes we're outperforming discounts. So the one that you're referencing in particular, we actually tried an A-B test, a 50-50 A-B test, half the email list, and these were in the tens of thousands of emails, half the email list got 30% off coupon code. The other half the email list got a 20% off coupon code plus 20% to give back to a charity of your choice. So it looked like 40% and it converted in terms of revenue output 58% better. So massive, massive increase. And it ended up actually only costing the business 25% as opposed to the 30%. So I can explain that as well. After somebody makes a purchase, they actually have to take an action to allocate the money to the charity of their choice. 
If they don't take that action, it ultimately acts as a gift card and expires after 14 days. So if they don't take that action, that's just more ROI positive for the brand. But we've actually, this gives me a little bit of faith in humanity and brands in general. Every brand is saying, hey, 25% of people are engaging after purchase, which is a very Mm -hmm. high engagement rate for Mm -hmm. after purchase. But how can we get that higher? How can we get more people involved in donating because we genuinely feel and the numbers are actually starting to prove out for us as we're seeing that the people that do donate are more engaged customers they come back more often and they're ultimately their lifetime value is higher as well so we're starting to gather stats Mm. on that as we're crossing the year threshold running these campaigns with brands how do the mechanics of it work when a sale comes through for a hundred dollars and there's twenty dollars being allocated to a charity do you invoice or charge the merchant like a monthly amount and then you issue the payments directly to the charity or how does the money actually flow through? Yeah, the funds flow. Great question. So the funds actually from a working capital standpoint, it's helpful for the brand as well. So the brand collects the full revenue and a lot of brands are also valued off of revenue multiples, right? As well as revenue growth. So this allows you to drive full price purchasing, which is going to help your valuation and from that type of level. And then at the end of the month, exactly as you said, we invoice and say, hey, you know, 20 people allocated the $20 to charity or 2,000 people allocated the, the $20 to charity, whatever scale you're, you're at. And so let's say it was 20 people, to make the math easier for me, 20 people allocating $20 means that $400 is going to charity. So we would send them a donation statement saying, hey, $400 going to charity. Here are the 15 different charities that are being supported. And you just make one payment at the end of every month. And that can be on auto pay after the first month, making it really simple. And you send the money to Gives. We send the money to our partner, PayPal, at the PayPal Giving Fund. We send it along with the instructions, you know, here, send this $400 to these 15 different charities in these allocations. Gotcha. So it's charged essentially to a credit card most of the time. Yeah, I would say it's 50-50. If you can pay with ACH, we can get rid yeah. of that 3% credit card fee and get more money to the charity. You, uh, It's very interesting. I'm assuming you're kind of following what's happening with uh, the holiday shopping season and supply chain. And a lot of people are saying that uh, we'll see when this episode gets out. I think it's definitely going to be out before the holiday season. But depending when when everyone's listening to this, you know, there's a a supply chain issue. And I see a lot of brands saying things like, or not brands, like thought leaders saying like, don't worry about discounts this season, just try to have inventory, (laughs) just try to have stock. And um, this is an interesting approach. I think for a number of things, like so many things come through my head, but specifically through this holiday season, this is going to be your first holiday season, right? Was it around last year? Yeah, we had just been starting up last year. So we saw an influx of demand last year. We were way late to the game. People are already starting to plan for this yeah. a year in advance, let, let alone, you know, we were saying November 15th, hey, you have Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Giving Tuesday coming up. Don't forget about that. But Giving Tuesday growing in importance that Tuesday after mm-hmm. Cyber Monday and Black Friday, that's, yeah, this is going to be our first real test on the Black Friday, Cyber Monday front. Yeah, I would think this would be a great year for it because... Brands don't necessarily need to give as much discounts as they maybe have historically just because of the shortage. I mean, my my, my wife's already sent me her Christmas wish list and uh, 
clicked on a few <laughs> clicked on a few links and it's back ordered out of stock, back ordered it's once back ordered to December 15th and I just it's going to be an interesting year. So there's definitely no reason for these brands to be giving huge discounts when they just don't even have inventory of so many things. So no, that's right. And we've we've been seeing this already brands coming to us saying, "Hey, what can we do to get out ahead of this? Can we start offering money to give back to a charity of your choice if you order early. We want to get these orders in now so that way we can at least try to plan for what's coming this holiday season. Of course, there's going to be a major influx. People are always going to wait till the last minute. But I think there's a real opportunity for brands to start early this year, right? And even earlier than they have in, in prior years. So I think people are going to be starting at the end of October saying, if you want your stuff by by a certain date, you need to order now. Yep, absolutely. I've already started. (laughs) Yep, yep, same. How does it work with coupon codes and other types of discounts? I imagine some brands want to do, they like this idea, but maybe they still want to have some special offers. Is it one or the other or can they do both? No, you can do both. And that was kind of in the example where the brand did 30% off versus 20 plus 20. We're seeing, especially last year when we piloted this discount plus offer, as we call it, you don't want to give the impression that you can give 40% or 50% off your product or that's what people should expect to pay. Then they're just going to wait to get 50% off next year, right? So what you can do is lower that headline discount number, but still people want a deal. They want to, especially for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, hey, can you give me 20% off, 10% off, something for me, but you make the main event money that you're going to give back to charity. So 10% off plus 20% to give to a charity of your choice or 20% mm-hmm. off. 20 plus 20, we have this idea for 2021, you know, 20% off plus 21% to give to a charity of your choice. And again, this will actually only affect margins. It'll be better than a 30% discount, right? Um, But Mm -hmm. it looks really nice. The perceived value is much higher. It's 20% off plus 21% to give to a charity of your choice. And you can set that up super easily on the back end with the Gives Shopify app. Does the customer have to use a coupon code to get the first 20% offer? Like what is the flow for the customer? Yeah. So that's how the brands have been running the discount plus piece. They've been saying, use this coupon code and you'll get 20% off plus 21% to give to a charity of your choice. And from the give side, you could set it up either way. You could say every order, you're going to get 21% back to give to the charity of your choice. So if you use that coupon code or not, you're going to get 21% back. But you could also link it to the use of that coupon code or any coupon code as well. Say, hey, if they use any of these coupon codes, you set it up in Shopify, they get 20% off. But they're also going to get 21% back to give to a charity of their choice if they use these specific coupon codes. You could do it either way. Gotcha. I imagine with subscriptions, it, it would be only be on the first order. Has that come up? That does come up. And that's part of why I think, you know, at some point, there's certainly an integration to be built between Bold and Gives um, and, yeah, and the other subscription services. But we right now on the first, if they're using Shopify Pay on the first purchase, it's really seamless integration, same type of deal, not much to do there. But if they're using a different checkout, and I'm not sure I'm full, I think Bold now has the Shopify Pay side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But if they're using a separate checkout for subsequent orders, that's where an integration would come in. We have had a number of subscription businesses say, hey, this is great, especially for first month, right? Instead of charging a different amount, for the first month than you do for all the rest of the months or giving a first month free and then getting all these people that are just trying it for the first month and then canceling, you can say, try it for the first month. Let's say the first month is $39. We'll give you the full $39 back to give to a charity of your choice. But from a Mm -hmm. consumer psychology perspective, they see the $39 charge 
than a $39 charge, then a $39 charge. It feels much better to them than a $0 and then $39.39. And then again, you have that customer action point where let's say half of the people actually allocate the money. It's essentially equivalent to not a first month free, but actually just first month 50% off offer. So that's the nice ROI piece there as well. That's really cool. And do you have any data on how this affects customer sentiment towards the brand? I imagine the loyalty or the the commitment to a brand when someone is just shopping to get the cheapest price, I'm using the coupon to get the cheapest deal I can versus giving a percentage to a charity. Does it have any effect on repeat business and customer loyalty and like long-term effects between the customer and that brand that you've seen? Yeah. So it has the exact opposite effect of the discount. So we've seen a lot of studies come out where, you know, you continue discounting, it ultimately degrades the relationship between the consumer and the brand. They're just trying to get the lowest price possible. And it's ultimately a race to the bottom. We could talk about that all day. But on the give side of things, you are seeing people that are engaged that donate that actually allocate the money are coming back quicker. They are higher lifetime value customers. We actually did an MPS lift case study with one of our larger brands. And we saw a 22% lift in NPS score for those people that donated versus the control group that did not donate the money or did not get the chance to donate the money. So that was super interesting. So they, they feel more connected to the brand and more likely to recommend it to a friend when they, when they donate to a charity versus get a discount. That's right. And, and this wasn't even birth sense get a discount per se. This was actually just versus not getting the chance to donate to the charity of their choice. Yeah. Such a perfect solution for brands that really don't believe in discounting, which seems a lot more and more D2C brands that they can't keep inventory in as it is and have trouble. It's it's why discount like this just makes so much sense. I didn't ask you in the beginning, why did you start this? Yeah. Uh, Great, great question. So I wish I could say that I had this vision from day one. I actually started this business initially as a Venmo for Charity direct-to-consumer app. So we had built Mm. an app in both app stores. I was the treasurer of a nonprofit for five years. I experienced firsthand the trials and tribulations of fundraising as a tiny nonprofit in New York. And my friends would Venmo me instead of using our quote unquote, crappy website to donate. And I said, please stop Venmoing me. This is not helpful. <laughs> and we need to, uh, we, it was the early days of Venmo. It was hard to get the money out. It was a whole, whole disaster getting flagged by Venmo for using it for commercial purposes when I was really just trying to get money to our charity. And that was something that stuck with me for the better part of a decade. And I finally came out the other side saying, I need to create a Venmo for charity. Uh, I was at business school and they ask you, what are you going to do with this one and precious life over and over again? (laughs) And I said, you know, I'm going to experience a problem that I've experienced. I'm going to build a Venmo for charity, get all the donors in one place. And I think we could have, send a lot more money to charity and have a huge business on our hands. As we were building this and going up and down the startup roller coaster, we had two brands come to us and say, hey, can we give people credit on your Venmo for Charity platform as a reward for shopping with us as opposed to giving them a discount? So sign up for, and actually the first one was a subscription business. And they said, sign up, you know, they were running Facebook ads. They said, sign up for our brand and we'll sign up for a subscription. We'll give you $50 off. That was the A test. The B test was sign up for a subscription and we'll give you 30% back to give to a charity of your choice. I'm not 30%, $30 back mm-hmm. to give to a charity of your choice. So $50 off versus 30 to give to charity. 
I don't know why they didn't do 50 and 50, but the, the only thing that was changed on the ads was that language. And we saw a 20% lift in conversion rate when people were given $30 to give to a charity of their choice. So that was the first straw. And then there was a second one. And it was really just two straws at that point because I said, this is what we do now. This is what we were meant to do. And that was just about a year and a half ago. Do you have any competitors? Is there any other people doing it this way? It's really white space right now in this arena. There are a couple of competitors on the Shopify app store when you search for donations or something like that, right? There are a lot of folks that are doing that roundup piece that we mentioned earlier in the show. There are a lot of folks that's, that are allowing brands to fundraise for charities that the brand is choosing. But going after discounts and driving, you know, disrupting the discount and really bringing personalized purpose to a brand and allowing customers to choose what they want to give to and driving sales with that as opposed to a surprise and delight, there's not much out there. Yeah. And the trust factor you know, you see it a lot, some type of an offer to, to round up and you got to wonder when it, you know, when a brand says we donate 10% profits and are they actually doing it or, but you're, there's that tangible feeling of clicking on a charity and selecting the charity. And I love it. There's a couple brands. Email. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a couple brands that I've ordered from that, you know, they do things like they plant trees. I actually get to pick the, but there's like they plant them in different countries and you can pick which country do you want to plant your trees in. And you know what? I love it. They're going to plant them in, they're going to plant them in all of them anyway, but it feels cool to pick the place where you're planting the tree. I love that. And that's actually a next iteration for us is, is closing the loop. So one of the survey pieces that we got back, so closing the loop on just the simple piece of, you know, hey, you chose a charity, you get a confirmation email that says you sent $12.50 to Bent on Learning, and they're going to actually receive this money in the next 30 to 45 days directly into their PayPal account. That's the first part of the closed loop. The bigger vision is to be able to say, hey, you were a part of this big project at mm. Bent on Learning, and this is what actually happened with your money six months later or a year later or whatever it may be. Closing that loop, I think, is a huge point of emphasis further on down the line. For That's us. huge. That reminds me a lot of, uh, what's it called? Is it Mir Miracle Water? Yeah, Charity Water. Charity, sorry, Charity Water. They actually send you, you can buy their water, but it's also like when you host uh, events or whatever, anyways, however the charity goes there, they actually send you pictures of a well that it they dug in a country. And it's like, this is your well, like that's now pumping water for these people. You actually get to see that well and you can, and they've said like people have gone and traveled and taken pictures and post on Instagram, this is my well that I helped build and it's tangible and it's real. That's, yeah, it's awesome. Do you have any, how are things going? Are you seeing, are a lot of stores using it or any numbers around how much has been donated to charities through Gives or any numbers you can share? Sure. So the big headline numbers, we just crossed a million dollars sent Amazing. to charity, which we're really Amazing. excited about. That being said, we have aspirations to send a billion dollars to charity in short order. That's, we won't stop until we get there. We are very far away from that. <laughs> that being said, I think we're well on our way and it's growing exponentially each and every day. It's exciting for myself, for my team. You know, we get a notification at this point every time somebody makes an allocation or, or a donation. And, and it's encouraging to see that pinging mm. over and over again. We've finally had to, had to mute it on our side <laughs> because it happens consistently throughout the day. At all, at all our various brands, which is an exciting piece of this, but we're still getting the daily summaries and just working on something where we know we're driving sales for a lot of businesses. It's an ROI positive endeavor, first and foremost for the business. But for us, we get to see, hey, 
10 grand donated today or whatever it may be, it's exciting from, uh, or, or allocated, I guess, to use my words correctly. Uh, and then the donations will happen at the end of the month. But that's what keeps you up at night, but also gets you up in the morning to be able to go after this big vision. Yeah. And do you have any data on how much money is, I want to say, lost through discounts and coupons in e-commerce in North America every year? Yeah. Yeah. So we've seen that $50 billion is lost to discounts every year in America. Yeah. To me, I'm $50 billion is given away when that could have been given to a charity and potentially still converted as good, maybe better, but still converted sales, but it's just lost. I guess it's not lost. It's in the pockets of the customer, but... No, Um, but I I think it is, from the brand's standpoint, it is lost. And I think that the $50 billion number, so what we were seeing, so if we can get redemption rates up to 50%, let's say, so half the people actually make the allocation. Right now, it sits at 25% of people after purchase. But we've seen that number grow and grow. When we started, it was only, you know, it was 5%, then it was 10%. And now as people are seeing, wow, I can really make a difference. And this is not you know, your classic, hey, here's a free bottle of wine or something. <laughs> Do you want to join the wine club? This is this mm-hmm. is actually 25 bucks that I get to give to a charity of my choice. Yes, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'll take one second to do that extra click. We see redemption rates trending up. So let's say it was 50% that people donated after making the purchase. If we can convert all discounts, and we'll never get all discounts, but if we could convert all discounts into this donation-driven incentive, that $50 billion would turn into $25 billion of extra revenue I mean, it would be $50 billion of extra revenue for companies and $25 billion of which would be donated mm-hmm. to charities, right? So mm-hmm. even if we can do 10% of that, we're sending $2.5 billion to charity and creating $2.5 billion of extra profit for businesses at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah, amazing. What are you most excited about on, the, on your future, on your roadmap or future plans for Gives? Yeah, I think on our side, there's so many features that are coming out and new pieces that are going to increase redemption rate, that are going to increase the ability for brands to collaborate with each other within the Gives Network. There's a Mm. ton of stuff going on there. But I think in overall, the vision that I'm excited for, you know, we believe that everybody, every brand will need to be using Gives in the next five years. And and the main reason is because consumers are changing, right? My generation Mm. is different than my parents' generation, is different than their parents' generation. Gives may not have worked, probably would not have worked five years ago, definitely not 10 years ago, but Mm -hmm. it works now. And five years from now, it'll work even better because the younger generations, Gen Z, younger millennials, Gen Z, they, the knowledge transfer is so fast. The pace of information flows so quickly through the younger generation than it did in years past. And while you had these, initially all the marketing innovation came from vessels for carrying messages. So you have email as a vessel that pops up and becomes a multi-billion dollar industry. You have an SMS vessel that pops up and becomes a multi-billion dollar industry. What message are those vessels carrying? And that's where I think Gibbs comes in. That's where personalized purpose comes in. Personalized purpose is going to be the message of the future. And Gibbs Mm. is personalized purpose. And that's what I'm excited about. That's awesome. I love it. So if someone's listening right now and they want to they want to do this. They've, they're convinced. What should they do to set up the first, what do you call it? It's a play? Yeah, first play. Yeah, you can set up your first play. You can go to gives.com. And actually, we can set this up right here on the spot, Jay. What do you want to go to gives.com slash bold, gives.com slash own your commerce? What would you like the slash, link to be? Let's do bold. Easy to remember. Four letters. Okay. 
Yeah, so gives.com slash bold. And you can install from that link. If you install from gives.com slash bold, you can just go straight to the app store from there. Install, we can, you can start trying us out for free. We have a small monthly SaaS fee that we'll waive from now till the end of the year, whenever this podcast awesome. comes out. And we'll get it out right away. Great. <laughs> um, and <Yeah>. so <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to waive the monthly fee from now to the end of the year. Just sign up from that link and then shoot us an email at the support email on the saying with the subject bold or own your commerce. And we will make sure awesome. that we have everything and get you all set up. That's great. Well, thank you. Yeah. So gives.com slash bold. We'll put it in the show notes as well too. But anyone listening that is uh, maybe worried about, I mean, to me, it's a no brainer, but even if you're on the fence, if you're worried about inventory this holiday season and you don't even think you'll have enough, you might as well charge full price and, do something good with with, with uh, what you would have been giving a discount for products you might not even have an inventory to sell anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's a good thing. And then, and then if you're delayed, at least people have sent money to charity. They feel good. They feel good about you as a brand. And uh, we could always double down if things get super delayed and you want to give them another ten bucks to give to a charity of their choice. We've seen it. We've seen it solve a lot of problems mm. as well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Andrew, this has been great. I've learned a lot. I think it's an awesome product. It's doing good for the world and it's helping e-commerce brands also do good and, and connect to become closer with their customers. And uh, so you kind of check all the boxes. Appreciate it. I really enjoy <laughs> chatting here and uh, we're excited for the future. Excited to bring personalized purpose to every brand and have people be you know thinking about, hey, what charity do I want to support this holiday season with my $25 to give. That's another added benefit that keeps us going. I love it. Thanks so much, Andrew. Thank you, Jay. Talk soon. That's it for another episode of Own Your Commerce. If what you've heard has helped you in any way, I'd love it if you'd leave us a review in iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's a new podcast and reviews really help spread the word. And if you know someone you think that might benefit from this podcast, share it with a friend. If you'd like to learn more about Bold, visit boldcommerce.com. You can view all our past episodes. And if you have a story you'd like to tell, we'd love to have you on the show. You can apply to be a guest or suggest a guest on our website as well. That's all for now. And we'll see you next week. 